What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about getting to the root or getting to the spiritual root of a matter. And so before I get into it, um, I want to give you kind of like an analogy of what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, And I was talking about this last night with my life group. And, you know, it's so relevant in all of our lives because we all deal with things in the natural, but really what we need to be doing is dealing with the spiritual root of things in our life. And so the analogy I want to give you is if you have a bunch of weeds in your yard, you know, you could just cut the weed, uh, so that you can't see it from the surface. You could cut it right where it, it grows out of the ground. But you, if you leave the roots in there, you have this problem where you're going to come back the next day and the weed is going to be back. And it's going to be very frustrating to just cut it off at the surface. If you don't deal with the root and pull up that weed by the root, you will continue to see that weed come back time and time again. And that is going to uh, lead you to frustration. It's going to lead you into a repetitive cycle of failure and not really dealing with the root of the problem. And so that's why I want to talk about on this podcast, dealing with with the spiritual root, getting to the root of a thing. Um, Because God, and, and I really want to set the stage for you here in understanding that God has not called us to live a life of pretension. What do I mean by that? Living a life where you have cut the weed at the surface and you pretend like everything's good. You have your Christian t-shirt on. You have, you know, you act all Christian when you go to church. Everything's fine. But really, you are still struggling with the same things year after year. Or, you know, you're not really experiencing true freedom in your life. That is not what God has called us to. God has not called us to pretend that we have it all together so that we can walk in church and check church off the list and we're good people on the surface. But really when you're at home, you're dealing with all kinds of stuff in secret, whether it's sin or whether it's anxiety or depression or, uh, suicidal thoughts or, um, you know, just really being bound up, whatever that may look like an addiction. Uh, and so God has called you to be free and to really be free. The Bible says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And whoever the sun sets free is totally and completely free indeed. So you firstly, before we even get into this topic, you have to get to a point where you realize that God has called you into real freedom, where you are experiencing real joy, real peace, real freedom and victory over sin. And it is possible to live in that place, but it's going to take you getting to the spiritual root of problems in your life. And really, what does that go back to? It goes back to the word of God. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, so there's kind of two things that, that kind of go into this when we talk about getting to the root. There's number one, there's thing, if you want to bear fruit in your life and walk in freedom and walk in the fullness of what Christ has purchased for you, firstly, there's things that you're going to have to uproot and there's things that you will have to plant and, and, and that will have to grow roots in your life. So. If you think about firstly with uprooting, 
it talks about in Mark four, which if you listen to my podcast regularly, I talk about this scripture all the time in Mark four, it talks about, um, thorns or weeds that can come to choke out the seed of God's word. So as, as you're rooting and you're planting God's word in your heart and it's trying to grow roots and grow up in your life. And so that you can bear fruit for God, there are other things that the enemy is also trying to plant. And those things is there, is there growing what the enemy wants to grow in your life. Those weeds can choke out the life of God. They can choke out the word of God. So there's a time to plant and there's a time to uproot. And so you have to, there are certain things that you have to uproot in your life by the word of God. One of those things, or an example of that would be fear. Fear is always going to work against your faith. Fear is something that you must deal with the spiritual root. Um, it could be a sickness or a symptom in your body. It could be something physical in your body that needs to be dealt with. That's blocking you from walking in divine health that Christ has purchased for you. It could be, um, heaviness, a spirit of heaviness and depression that keeps trying to come back on your life. It's, it's, it's zapping your strength. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. So you're not walking in the fullness of joy, right? Because you're dealing with, um, that heaviness. And so people try to deal with things on the surface. Like I said, that weed, they're trying to cut the weed at the surface. And what does that mean? It means you're trying to deal with things in the natural. And I'm not saying that that's bad per se, because you can deal with things in the natural. You can go to the doctor and try to deal with your symptoms. You can do practical things even to get free from sin. Like, you know, where you go, the people you hang out with, there's practical steps you can take to live in victory over sin. And all, all those things are good. But what I'm going to talk to you about today is that getting to the root of a matter is, is what's going to is what's going to be the difference of you being free for six months versus you walking in freedom for the rest of your life until Jesus comes. Because the Bible says that whatsoever the Lord doeth, it shall remain forever. So when you allow the Lord to get to the root of a problem, that is what is going to set you free for life rather than you just trying to put a band-aid or fix something in the natural. Um, so I hope that's making sense. So I want to start by reading in Mark chapter 11. Many people know this story. Um, it's talking about where Jesus, he deals with the root of something. So it talks about in Mark eleven twelve. 12, it says, Now the next day when they came out from Bethany, Jesus was hungry. And seeing afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. But when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. So in response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So Jesus saw a tree that was not bearing fruit. And so what did he do? He didn't take a saw and try to cut down the tree. He spoke to it and he cursed it at the root. And so if there's something in your life that is not bearing fruit for the glory of God, it's time to speak to that thing and to curse it in the name of Jesus. And so understand that that's how you deal with things spiritually. You speak to it. And I'm not saying you can't do things in the natural to whatever, deal with a problem, but the spiritual way to deal with a problem is to speak the word of God to that problem. And so understand that 
this tree didn't automatically wither up and die in that moment. They didn't see anything happen in the natural. But you have to believe when you speak to a problem and you exercise your authority in Christ, you have to believe that the word of God is working on the spiritual root of that problem. And so there's a spiritual realm that you can't see that's more real than the natural realm. And so first of all, I want you to understand that life is spiritual and everything you see in the natural has a spiritual root. The Bible says that everything that was created was created from that which was unseen. Everything starts in the spiritual realm and it is then manifested in the natural. So you, so you have to deal with things in the spiritual realm for it to, to, to change in the natural. And so Jesus spoke the word and understand that it went to the spiritual root. And it says the, the next day in verse 20, in the morning when they passed by, they saw that the fig tree had withered up from the root. And so you have to understand too, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating between the soul and the spirit, between the joint and the marrow. So the word of God is actually so sharp that it can go to the root of a problem and rip it up. The word of God, even in your physical body, it says that the word of God separates between the joint and the marrow. That is like the smallest makeup of the human body. So even the word of God can affect your body on a level that even the, the, the hand of no doctor can go. No surgical knife can cut as deep as the word of God can cut into your, even your physical body, your mind, your emotions, um, everything. So the word of God is a sharp sword. And when you declare it out of your mouth, it goes to the root of a problem. And so you have to understand that even though you may not see an immediate result in the natural, you have to believe that God's word is working for you in the spiritual realm, in the unseen realm. And that's really what you want. You want to deal with things on a spiritual level because that's what's really going to bring you lasting and complete freedom. And so I want to read another story real quick. Uh, Mark chapter five, many know the story of the woman with the issue of blood. Um, and the woman with the issue of blood, this, this, it said, the Bible says that this woman had this problem for years. And it says that um, in verse 26, it says that she had endured much suffering under the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but instead grew worse. So what this woman did was she tried to deal with her symptoms in the natural. She tried to cut that weed just off at the surface, right? Um, and it says that she grew no better, but she actually got worse. And she spent all her money and her effort trying to pay doctors to fix this problem for her. But when she, the Bible says that when she heard about Jesus, she heard the word of God. So she received faith in her heart and she decided that she was going to touch the hem of Jesus's garment, right? Um, 
And she was going to deal with the spiritual root. So when she grabbed a hold of Jesus, who is the word of God, when she grabbed a hold of the word, the word of God is spirit and it is life. So when she grabbed Jesus, the hem of his garment, the spirit of life went into her and it cured her from the very root. It says in, um, it says in the amplified version in verse 29, um, It says immediately, once she touched him, it says immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source and she felt in her body that she was healed. It was dried up from the source. And so Jesus wants to heal you from the root and from the source of whatever is causing frustration or pain in your life, whether it's a physical ailment or an emotional problem or it's fear or, or it's a problem in your relationships and your family or whatever it is, Jesus wants to heal you from the root. And so, um, you know, on the flip side also, So there's things that you'll have to uproot that Jesus will uproot by his word. Um, And there's also, you think of it too, the word of God, when you receive the word of God, you're planting seed on the inside of you so that you can bear fruit. But understand that you, when you plant seed, when you speak the word of God, or when you plant a seed of faith, when you exercise your faith, you're planting a seed into this spiritual realm. And it's going to begin to grow roots and develop over time. But a lot of times you won't see the fruit overnight, but it comes gradually. And that's what it talks about in Mark chapter four. I encourage you to go read it. It says that the kingdom of, that's what the kingdom of God is like a small mustard seed. At first, it seems very small. You may feel small. You don't see much of anything happening in your life. But it says as you continue, rise, you, you go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up. And before you know it, God is bringing the increase each and every day as you're consistent with the word of God, God is bringing the increase. And over time, you begin to see fruit in your life. You start off as a mustard seed, but the Bible says that by the end of it, you are the, the mightiest tree of all. And even birds can nest in your branches that you start, may start off small, but the consistent sowing of the word of God over time, you become the, a mighty tree. And that there's so much fruit in your life that that even other people are able to partake of the fruit that's coming from your life. So don't get discouraged, you know, if you're not seeing immediately immediate results in your life, because the word of God will never fail. And it's dealing with the spiritual realm. And it takes time. The Bible says first comes the blade, then comes the ear, then comes the full corn on the ear. So a lot of times it is a gradual harvest that comes, but the harvest always does come, but it's in the consistent planting and uprooting. It's in the consistent, I'm, I'm going to uproot what doesn't need to be there. And I'm going to plant the word of God in my life so that I can see fruit. And so there's another scripture I want to read to you also. It's in Ephesians chapter one, verse three. And many people know this scripture as well. Um, it says that in Christ, God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. And so how does this relate? It's important to understand that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us every spiritual blessing. What God has given us are spiritual tools. It's God gives us a spiritual blessing, which really 
is actually everything you need. Because like we said, everything starts in the spirit. spirit. Everything that you see manifested in your life has a spiritual root, period. The Bible says that in John 1, 3, that all things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that came into being. And who is him? It is Jesus, the word, who is spirit. So everything that exists in this natural realm came into existence through the word or through the spirit. So when it says that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, that is actually more powerful than a natural blessing. Because if you think about it, like if God blessed you, say, let's, let's just use prosperity as an example. If God just blessed you with natural money, right? What if the American dollar crashes tomorrow or someone comes and, and something happens that your, your bank that you had all your money in like goes bankrupt and you lose everything you had? Okay, well, then you have a problem on your hands. Then you were once blessed with all this stuff, but now you have nothing. But because you, God doesn't just bless you with money. God, God blesses you with a spiritual blessing, which is the power to create and generate wealth. God blesses you by breaking the spiritual curse of poverty from off of your life so that even if someone were to come and strip you of every material blessing that you had, you still have the spiritual blessing of Abraham that you can produce um, all those blessings again. So if someone were to take everything from you and you were to start over within three to six months, I would have back all the things that were taken from me. Why? Because God didn't just give me money that someone can take. God has given me a blessing that no one can take from me because it's a blessing that exists in the spiritual. God has broken the curse of poverty from off of my life and he has declared me blessed and he's given me the power to create wealth and he's opened the windows of heaven over my life and he's pouring out a blessing that is so great that I don't even have enough room to take it all in. So someone can come and take everything I have in the natural, but in three to six months, I'll have it all back because I have the spiritual root of the blessing of Abraham. I have what it takes in the spirit to get back whatever is taken from me. And it's the same with healing and health. Even if someone were to, um, ex even if I were to be exposed to a um, very contagious disease, and my environment is no longer conducive to health, it doesn't matter because my health find its, finds its root not in my natural environment. My health finds its roots in redemption. I've been redeemed by the blood of Christ. I have a spiritual blessing of health. Health is mine. In, and it comes from my spirit. The, the, I have a spiritual blessing of divine health. So my health is not based on whatever pandemic is going on and whatever is going around in my neighborhood or in my nation, whatever disease is going around. My health finds its roots in, in a spiritual blessing that I have been redeemed from the curse of sickness and disease. My my peace of mind doesn't find its roots in how good things are going in my life or how, um, how at peace my nation is, the fact that there's no wars going on or no shortages going on or whatever. My peace of mind finds its roots in the fact that I am redeemed. Why? Because the Bible says that 
Oppression shall be far from me because I am righteous, because I'm redeemed. So, so my peace of mind, my joy, my financial prosperity, my divine health has its roots in spiritual things. It is not, it is not subject to my natural environment or what is going on in my life. Because the word of God is my guarantee that I can have what God says I can have. And the word of God is spirit. And no one can take from me what has its roots in the spiritual realm. You can't take from me something in the natural because really everything I have in the natural is a product of, of a revelation that I've had of a spiritual truth. So that's why you can try in the flesh to get health. You can try to do all these things in the natural to get uh, financial stability. You can do everything you can try to do to get free from sin. Okay, well, I've done X, Y, Z. I, um, you can do things in the natural to get free from sin, to get free from anxiety and depression, whatever. But ultimately, it's your revelation of the word of God that exists in your spirit that's going to produce lasting results in your life. So it's time to get to the root of a thing. It's time to A, uproot things that don't belong in your life. When you discover in the word of God that anxiety is not your portion, financial lack is not your portion, pain in your body is not your portion. When you discover who you are in Christ and you discover what belongs to you in Christ, in the spirit, you begin to release your authority and uproot those things that don't belong in your life by speaking the word of God. You begin to curse those things. Anxiety, I curse you in the name of Jesus. I command you to be uprooted from my life. And I encourage you to study Mark chapter 11. It talks about speaking to the mountain and commanding it to be removed. And so... It's time. It's time to uproot what doesn't belong in your life. And it's time to begin to plant what God says belongs to you by declaring the word of God over your life. And you have to believe that as you begin speaking the word of God, it may not happen overnight, but you believe that God is working for you. The word is working for you in the spiritual realm and that it's growing roots and that you're going to begin to see fruit in your life. The 30, the 60, the 100 fold. Though you may start small like a mustard seed, you will grow into the mightiest tree of all. And that fruit that you bear in your life is going to be a sign and a wonder. And it's going to bring much glory to God in Jesus' mighty name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.